I am uh, here with Liz Mestreneos, who is the past president of Age Platform Europe and also board member of 50 Plus Hellas organization. Welcome, Liz. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's great to have you here. What are some of the problems with population aging and what is uh, their impact on healthcare? Perhaps it's the wrong way around to talk about it. Perhaps there isn't a problem about population aging. Perhaps absolutely everybody should be delighted um, that they're going to live a long time. I can't see why people are not happy about it, except that, of course, the images of aging are not very good, are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, part we have to change the images of what it's like to be aging. And um, all the data actually suggests that people over the age of 50, 55, um, going way up are the happiest people. Now, mm-hmm. that is quite frightening because it means you're going to get happier, not more sad. Mm-hmm. So aging is not a problem. Mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to uh, underline is that uh, whenever health problems come, at whatever age, they are they can be very undermining. And another thing happens, of course, that as your friends die, your, fa- your, spa- your spouse dies, um, then a lot of people land up a little bit isolated. Their children have moved, uh, their friends have gone. Um, so the isolation of people is, is quite an issue. And bad health is always an issue. Mm-hmm. And so trying to support people to have the best level of health possible is really critical. Mm-hmm. And making sure that they're not socially isolated. Mm-hmm. And that requires a little bit of effort from all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know... you people don't want to go out to the bar and drink till late at night which is how a lot of young people would find new friends mm-hmm. um, that's not so easy but certainly in Greece we have that uh, mm-hmm. institution of open care centers where people can go and find new friends so I think quite a com- few countries do and there's many mechanisms by which you can act to include people in their neighborhood in their community in activities mm-hmm. in later life learning mm-hmm. there's lots of things to be done mm-hmm. I don't so I don't really take the premise that mm-hmm. it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I think we've got to reshuffle our priorities and reshuffle how we do things. Mm-hmm. And people don't like change. Mm-hmm. So that's difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, technology is getting more immersed into our daily lives. Yes. And this will also have impact on the older generation. What do you think needs to be done in order for the aging population to embrace, adopt and use technology to manage health? I suppose my own view is that each government has to play some role in promoting uh, some knowledge about ICT and making sure that people understand its benefits. Um, I may tell you a joke that my father didn't refuse. He's dead now, but he lived to 100. Uh, So he said, I I can't learn a computer because these naked ladies come up on it. (laughs) And I said, no, they don't. You have to look for them for them to come up. But... You know, this is the kind of uh, view that a lot of older people will have. Prejudices, if you like, misinformation, mm-hmm. but they get it from the media, they get it from the people around them. And we haven't done a very good job as media, which is your job, uh, sometimes our job as, as NGOs, to try and persuade people that this new technology can be really... Uh, eye-opening, liberating, very positive for them, mm-hmm. uh, both when they're in good health and if they need help and care. Because mm-hmm. that's what I think is interesting about the this uh, event here today is how much governments have finally, I say governments, but governments, universities have taken, and certainly the European Commission um, and the Parliament have taken on the issue of how to help people lead good, fulfilling, healthy 
as far mm-hmm. as possible lives. Mm-hmm. And that's been quite insightful. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're not many from the users group. I've I think there's two of us here mm-hmm. representing users, and I'm mm-hmm. very sorry about that because <laughs> I think that it's really important mm-hmm. that more users were mm-hmm. here, uh, or potential users mm-hmm. anyway. And also the technology that needs to be developed uh, for this uh, group has to meet their needs. For yes. example, an application that uh, I use may not be as easy to use for somebody that's a little bit older. Yes. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about the 50 plus LAS organization. Yeah, we started <clears throat> in 2006 and very much concerned with this sort of social inclusion and the, the human rights of older people. And by the way, I'm going to make you shiver human rights for people who are 50 plus in the workplace because, you know, there's a lot of exclusion goes on against older workers as well. Mm-hmm. And they're poorly defended. So we felt we wouldn't we're not ages we don't care what age people are but we do think that they there's very often not a strong voice for them and not enough investment in them if we're expecting people to work to the age of 65 67 think about how many huge technological changes have gone on in the last 15 years and you can see why investment in older workers is essential because whether as workers or afterwards when they are retired and doing other things in their life it's vital mm-hmm. now we've got grandparents who are asked to and they do do a huge amount of care of their grandchildren without knowing quite what to expect from the internet and what the children are doing i mean there's a huge range of things we've by not investing in them we actually exclude them and mm-hmm. so to me one of the big things that we do as 50 plus to go back to your question was we've certainly been running quite a lot of courses using sometimes young people as, as trainers and other times not, trying to train people in ICT, and it's been very popular. Mm-hmm. We have a waiting list, but we just know money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does take some money, mm-hmm. even if we do it cheaply. Um, and I suppose we do uh, quite a lot of work in trying to bring together, in, in Greece, Greek agencies that are active in aging uh, and lifelong learning or active in well-being and dignity in old age, which we've been working on for the last four mm-hmm. or five years. So mm-hmm. we, we try and do some of those things and, mm-hmm. and also promote ac- activities. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, self-help as far as possible because if mm-hmm. you don't have many resources, it's got to be done by people themselves becoming active. And accessibility issues, which is another big one we have, mm-hmm. which actually, <clears throat> and perhaps I go back to what we do do, We're a member from the beginning of uh, Age Platform Europe, mm-hmm. which is a huge, um, it's partly EU supported and funded each year, gets some money to make sure that the voice of older people is represented mm-hmm. at uh, European level. And they've been, we've been going about, that was where I was president till mm-hmm. 2011. And uh, that's very vital. It's got about 160, 167 member organizations mm-hmm. and about 37 million members. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of people it's representing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're certainly very active in making sure that the users are represented in high-tech programs mm-hmm. because they said, don't do anything for me without me. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so much money wasted by... Mm-hmm. You know, people who invented something they thought older people would need, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And you've got to actually ask if they need it, try, try it out. You know, it's not a... Mm-hmm. It's a these are intelligent people opposite you. that They don't know the technology, but they do know their needs. Mm-hmm. How much of a progress has been made so far with these initiatives? Um, for example, is um, the training that you're providing to 
the older group, do you see a trend where now they can successfully uh, get into the workforce? In, no. In, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we've been doing it for the last about four or five years mm-hmm. <clears throat> at a time when there's no work. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lack of jobs in, in Greece is quite startling. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the lack of jobs in quite a few European countries. I mean, we're mm-hmm. a, a very extreme example. But again, you know, again, we should think about the lack of investment in older people as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them were self-employed. A large number were self-employed. And yet we did very little to help make sure their businesses were successful by letting them understand the new developments and markets. I mm-hmm. mean, it was really not self-employment. It was, you know, survival employment. There's a nice expression in Greek called... Which jobs you jobs you do on the hoof just to make a living, mm-hmm. and that's that's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But really, there are also quite a lot of bright people who could have been uh, helping and mentoring and supporting enterprise in Greece. But we haven't got it fixed. There's it's a problem about uh, seeing older people as an asset mm-hmm. because of their low educational levels often. But even the ones who are educated. Again, no lifelong learning and education, which we're very keen on. Mm-hmm. What about Age Platform Europe? What can yeah. you tell us then? Well, it's very dynamic. I mean, behind all this, um, the initiative, the European Innovative Partnership, one of the main partners has always been Age Platform Europe as users. We're one of the major stakeholders, mm-hmm. and we're very delighted that the European uh, Commission and the Parliament went for it and supported this, realizing that what we have been saying for the last 10 years is true. You cannot avoid aging. It, it's, not a, it's not a bad thing, but it does require rethinking. Um, and governments much rather talk about young people and jobs mm-hmm. and how difficult it all is for young people, all of which is true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they forget that older people are their grandparents and their parents. They care too. Uh, but we should be caring about them. They can be active. They have a lot of knowledge that if we were clever a bit, a bit we would use and mm-hmm. we would not be excluding them so much. Mm-hmm. Have you come across um, an innovative pro- product or a solution for the older population that you thought was very um, mm. interesting? Um, Yes, I can remember one, because I, I, I'm invited sometimes to meetings, I saw one done by an engineer in uh, Andalusia, mm-hmm. and it was a sort of subscription, very cheap, but very lonely people, people who are living mm-hmm. very much on their own, and there's an increasing number of those, could... Uh, sign up the social services and they could have regularly callbacks, phone ups with people who knew who they were. There was a script, they could find out who they were. So instead of that infuriating thing where you start a conversation always with somebody new, there was a script which used new technology so that the person making the phone call knew who they were, knew the children, Mm -hmm. knew the stories, could then go straight into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And it might be the same Mm -hmm. person, but it often wasn't. Mm -hmm. So then there was a continuity. And Mm -hmm. then that was a way quite clearly of making sure people felt Mm -hmm. they did belong to the society and somebody cared about. It was uh, technologies that did not require knowledge of computers, but knowledge of how to switch a TV on, Mm -hmm. uh, and knowledge of how to put your 
a wearable watch on. And those things I thought, oh, yes, Mm -hmm. they've actually realized that there's a barrier Mm -hmm. uh, to using new technologies. We we can use these computers, but not everybody can Mm -hmm. or wants to. They Mm -hmm. can't be bothered quite Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the Internet provides a lot of exciting projects. I think one thing that we notice uh, when we teach uh, computer new technology how exciting skype is for mm-hmm. people because their children are somewhere else their grandchildren are they mm-hmm. love skype mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it surely is a world of possibilities with technology that was liz mestineos uh, liz i want to thank you very much for your time and for being here with us today thank you very much for having me that was a great pleasure thank you